Welcome to 9000, your podcast from the future. Just 9000. Uh, 9000. Let's just call it 9000. Just call it, not, call it what it is. NK? NK. NK, 9000. No, N. 9K. Pod- no N. You're eliminating the N. No, I said 9000. Oh, I thought you just said 9000. I think if you play the tape back, you'll hear me say 9000. Implies the other N. Podcast from the future, episode 143, Tropical Rainforest. Welcome to it. Some ice just dropped in the fridge. That's not what I called it. Surprised you didn't hear that. Episode 143, Mirror World. Mm, Mirror World versus Tropical Rainforest. Go. Mirror World. No, I'm saying go. Get it. Let's get it moving. Oh, hi. You haven't said who we are. Oh, sorry. I'm Josh Tyson, uh, marketing maven. Your first rodeo. Producer. <laughs> Salon owner. He is Mark Peacock Bush, Brush. He's Kate Bush. Mark Peacock Butt. Cats love him. Uh, and he knows I am a, a thing or two about the future of natural products. Producer. Mm-hmm. Homeowner. Mm. Ooh. You know what it was? What's going on in your mouth? It was a, there was a chia seed Ooh. stuck up in my gum line. Because my new, you'll, you'll like this Natural Products Insider, my go-to bar right now Health is Warrior. the Health Warrior, but it's those small ones, the little Chia ones. You know, they're about half the size of a regular bar. I don't know. You like this format? Is this an innovative format? I can grab you one. I, I buy them by the dozen. <coughs> There's a van out there. Someone's in a van. That van's been there many times. Uh, my neighbor across the alley there, they have a production company. They're producers as well. <laughs> what are they producing? Uh, v- events? Video production. Porn? I think it's called Hidden Forest. Yeah. Hidden Woods? <laughs> yeah. That does sound kind of porny. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't seem... I think it's more like just commercial work, but... Let me come here. All right. I, um, I, I, I want you to hide in my forest. Here, you speculate on the van. I'll grab you a little health warrior. We're not speculating. No, we've already covered it. I'm excited for the uh, video setup if this comes to pass. Josh has arrayed a three-camera UID style <clears throat> with these little, what do you call these lights? These are newer. Oh, uh, this is a baby bar. Yeah, but it fills you up like a big boy bar. This is the Health Warrior Chia Bar. Only three grams of sugar. 100 calories. 100 calories. Uh, white chia seeds, brown rice syrup, cashew butter. Organic brown rice Cashew crisps. butter. <clears throat> God, I'm getting over a cold. That is the... Um, it's got chicory root fry- fiber. Isn't that a source of inulin, Mark? Would that make this a prebiotic bar? You, you bet it is. Do you want to discuss inulin? How do you, Are you doing inulin on a daily basis? I have an inulin uh, supplement that I put into shakes. It's like a powdered prebiotic. Yeah, I know. Prebiotic. I, I showed you that. Well, you made a sour face like I was buying the wrong thing. Do you have it every morning? Most mornings. I've been making a lot a of scoop? shakes. Two scoops because I make shakes for everybody. Okay. Am my, I not my, getting enough? My point being, no. Then I have I do the I do uh, 
it comes with a little scoop. I do one of those a day mm. in like tea. I'll make a little carafe of tea. It's tasteless. It dissolves. Oh, mine doesn't really dissolve. I don't think. It does if you put it in hot water. Hmm. Maybe not my product. My point is that if you do a full scoop every day, I have found that to be maybe a little too much. Oh, a little too much poop? <laughs> no. Like too, it, it's a firming agent for me. Firm. There you go. Look it's at backing his, look, you up. <laughs> look at his eyes light up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's he talking about? Something sort of fecal. I like a poop story. Yeah, it, it gives you a nice firm movement. Poop is the future, and I think you know and why. You know, and you know this, right? If you have a movement early mm-hmm. in the morning, yep. which most people do. I usually have like three by 11 a.m. <laughs> I'm not sure that's normal. I think it's the amount of fiber I'm eating and then the, the coffee I drink in the morning. Coffee. I think together they just... Coffee will do it. I it's don't a party. Coffee. It's I don't a party. You're anymore. invited. You're invited. But if that stuff sits in there all day, mm-hmm. and it, it's body sucking all the water out of it, yeah. it's firming up. You're gonna have you're gonna poop like an eight year old. Well, that's why instead of putting it in tea, I would advise you to blend it into a fruit shake, a fruit based shake. That way, you're getting a lot of fiber too, and then you know the fruit that'll help you poop. Fruit helps you poop. Look it up. You just said no. I'm saying if you put your inulin, you could use you can use more inulin as long as you're (laughs) mixing it with fruit and not tea. Good point. Yeah, and I'm, I'm making, you know, you want to know my secret for a good shake these days? This is a great bar. Isn't that a nice bar? There's, they're on sale at Sprouts often for like a dollar. Oh, well, they are tiny. The only drawback is the chia seeds. You know, once the chia interacts with higher amounts of moisture, like saliva. In your poop. It, no, in your mouth, it'll start swelling. You know how they get all swole. Mm-hmm. And then it'll lodge in your gum line. So you'll eat that. It's delicious. And then an hour from now, you'll be like, hmm. You'll lick up in the corner of your mouth and you'll find a chia seed and it'll still taste good. Hmm. So it's a bar that keeps on giving. And I think, you know, they say ancient Incan warriors would uh, eat chia by the fistful as they sprinted off into battle barefoot with razor sharp crescent crescent shaped blades. Uh, I think that's why they liked it though, because it would would clog up your gum line and then you're getting little tiny bits of sustenance as you roam without having to use your hands little extra pieces speculative tropical rainforest blood let's get to it i'm mark barsker let's do this all right what do you got for us socials well, i got a cheetah bar in my mouth well, that's a bad idea on my part should have saved that for the interlude final bite okay mm. Oh, it's brutal. <laughs> oh. mm. We'll get there. Hey, Fox 5 DC, under the bill, this is a, this is a bill that's being proposed, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, a Hawaiian lawmaker is proposing a ban, it looks like. Uh, minimum smoking age would increase to 30 years old in 2020. Keep going. To 40 in 2021, to 50 in 2022, to 60 in 2023, and to 100 years old in 2024. That is radical. That is a de facto ban on smoking in Hawaii. That pretty much is. Unless, what if you were that one guy who was like, oh, 101, I start lighting him up. Oh, you make it to 101. You make it 101 and start smoking. You're like, oh, yeah. Then you find out what you've been missing all these years. And you just die instantly. 
All right. What do you think of that van? Is that the future for? I, um, I just thought that was a colorful, newsworthy way to. Oh, so you do you think that's like a publicity stunt? Nicoti- Perhaps. Seems a little stunty. That'd be hard to enforce. You know. I, although you know how when you if you go to buy liquor or something in those interim years, the the forties and fifties. Right, but you know how when you get carded when you're buying liquor, you uh, makes you have you, to card your period regardless of who you are and what you look like. But it makes you feel younger when you get carded. Right. So if you're 80 and you go in to buy cigarettes... Reverse psychology. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to see an ID. And they're like, you're not 100. Look at you, you little spring chicken. You want these cigarettes? Let me see your ID. Really? Oh, oh. of course. See. This is going to... No, that's, that's a bad plan, though. It's going to create a black market for cigarettes, which is... Then, then they're not regulated. Because people are going to want to smoke, you know? They're just trying to find ways to... Keep people from smoking. They won't stop smoking. Smoking's good for you. Oh, boy. No, it's not. If you'd use the uh, native spirits. What are they? Native... Uh, native spirits, I think. Spirits? American spirits? American spirits. Yeah. Those are good for you. All natural. Yeah. I would smoke those occasionally when I lived in Chicago, when I was a grizzled valet on the mean streets of Chicago. Spirits? Yep. Of course. And my roommate smoked them, and sometimes I'd bum one, and they made my breath... Smell like a hot dogs. Like I, after I smoked, my mouth tasted like I'd been eating not just any hot dog, but like a leathery, overcooked hot dog that had been left in the sun. Sounds sounds perfect. So, mm. what was that? I was imagining giving you a kiss. <laughs> do you do that often with your hot dog? <laughs> Oh, shit, man. I got a mouthful of chia seeds. <laughs> Sounds like you want a mouthful of something else. Uh, uh-huh. Absolutely. Hot That's... dog breath. <laughs> Good word. Smoky hot dog breath. Come mm-hmm. on, Alkaline Vegan News, our favorite. Oh, you wanted to get right into that, huh? We, why not? All right, let me see if I can figure out. I can never remember quite how you get into the archive posts. What? You get four choices. Saved. It's the same. Yeah, good it's guess. Same. Excuse me? I said good guess. All right. Oh. What is this one in the middle? Oh, boy. Jeez, there's a lot of these. Why are there so many of these? Well, some of them are lingering. This Neen Williams Whole Foods one is lingering, but you're not on the gram, so you're not following Neen Williams at all anymore. But, uh, dude, it's blowing up boy. for being, like, super fit and healthy. He's getting, like, he's got a lot of sponsors, but he's creating his own lifestyle brand. He's gonna... what's, it, what's it called? you got to have a name, like, Goop. Goop? Just call it Nino. Nino. Well, so far, I mean, he's got... Uh, oh, he still rides for Uprise Skate Shop. That's the the local shop in Chicago there. Look. I mean, look at him. This is a... That's beast mode right there. <laughs> What's he doing? I don't know. He's lifting up a is dumbbell. Holding a human heart or something? No, he's lifting a dumbbell. All right. His thighs look like they're going to burst. All right. Okay, settle down. My goodness, that was overwhelming. Just imagining uh, kissing him. <laughs> All right, aspartame is poison. Aspartame is an artificial sneet. Oh, sneetener. I did this one for your Diet Coke habit. It's a sneet. It's a Coming su- in hot. It's a sweetener. 200 times swi- sweet. <laughs> I'm having trouble with the word sweet. It's a sweetener 200 times sweeter than sugar and marketed as NutraSweet. Can you read that sentence? Is it like a tongue twister? 
Aspartame is poison. Aspartame is an artificial sweetener 200 times sweeter than sugar and marketed as NutraSweet, Equal, and countless other trade names. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Blah, blah, blah. It is not fit for humans. No. This toxic poison changes into formaldehyde in the body. Ooh. It has been linked to cancer, migraine, seizures, vision loss, and symptoms relating to lupus, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, and other health-destroying conditions like Gulf War Syndrome. That's one you don't hear about, about enough. So What is that? Um, I think it has something to do with maybe the chemical warfare. You it's not PTSD? It? No, I think that's, that's specific... called PTSD. I would think so. Um, Mark, I think because of this post, I uh, kind of re- was rethinking aspartame. I thought it was just holes in the brain, which, you know. I, I know you did. You said the brain's getting episode. spongy anyway. But uh, I've, I've pretty oh. much cut out the Diet Coke. Oh, but I don't think it's in there. It's not in Diet Coke? <laughs> I don't think so. Hold on. They used to use aspartame. They did used to, but I think they've changed it out. Let's see. Are they on the stevia kick now? Uh, that's too natural for them. That's too, that's going to be too much. Where? It's, I'll mm. get your phone away from the mic. Dude. It's, all right, calm down. It's going to ruin the show, I know. Yeah. Diet Coke was sweetened with aspartame. 1983 when it was available. Or to save money, this was also in a blend with saccharin. It started advertising its 100% use of aspartame. Ooh, how the times have changed. Switch the formula to 100% NutraSweet, which is aspartame. Such a sleuth. Ah. In 2005, under pressure from retailer Walmart, which was impressed with the popularity of Splenda Sweetener, the company released a new formulation called Diet Coke sweetened with Splenda, Sucralose, and... Ooh. Aspartamus. Acesulfame? Acesulfame? How do you... Ace? Ace is the place. Acesulfame. I don't... Shit, I should... God. It's rare that I stumble on a word. Look at this. Someone... Something potassium. Someone in the comments issued a correction to Alkaline Vegan News. Aspartame does not change into formaldehyde. It's broken down into phenylalanine, aspartic acid, and methanol. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Alkaline Vegan News. Uh, so yeah, I've kind of... You know what? I'm just doing iced tea. What Except, the hell is the sweet... Let me, the problem with iced tea, though, Mark, since you asked, is that when I... Like, I can drink coffee all day and I don't get jitters. I poop a lot, but I don't get jitters. But as soon as I drink an iced tea, I am Win like... Win some, you lose some. I feel so wound up. Iced tea? Black, like, black tea is, like, really... Sock it to me. Weird. Here you go, Mark. You need to avoid alcohol. The most damaging alcoholic evil is the affliction which these beverages cause to the human brain. Alcohol is the only substance which can pass through the walls of the stomach directly into the bloodstream. It is picked up by the blood and transported quickly to the brain areas. The cerebrose present in brain tissue is quickly affected by alcohol when this substance dissolves and appears in the urine. It indicates the serious condition known as cerebral diabetes. What are you talking about? Uh, that when you drink alcohol, apparently. I have it, nothing but a mouth. I have a mouthful of chia seeds expanding into my gum line. I told you, it's great. <laughs> so it, great. It, uh, it goes right out of your stomach wall and into your bloodstream. Oh. Straight to your brain where it starts swinging a baseball bat. If you Oh, yeah. If you want to believe the infographic. I'm on the Diet Coke website. I cannot even find like an ingredient list. And that surprises you? It seems shocking to me. 
How can you not? Are it's somewhere good? on here. FAQ. I'm going to go to an FAQ. There are five questions. We could do a postscript on this. Or you, you want to keep going? Oh, I don't know. Did you find it? You got the five facts? <laughs> no, I want to. All right. So avoid alcohol. Mark, you and I have both been doing that. I am alcohol free. You had alcohol at my house. Whoops. Like a week ago. <laughs> Special occasion only. That's what I'm saying. Once, once or twice a month. Yeah. Like one or two beers a month. Yeah. Not beers. I, well, and I think I'm going to up, I'm going to, it's going to be down beer up. Up vino? No, like Where are you sticking whiskey beverages. <laughs> you want to go straight for spirits? Yeah. Oh, just like a cleaner? Some sort of old fashioned or yeah. just some. A nice bourbon, neat. Well, you're one, a one southern cube. man. I am a southern. Uh, benefits: Japanese dining tables. Uh, one of digestion's most important element. Just one element. I'm listening. But it's saying one of aspartame. This is telling me aspartame. <laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of this, Josh. You need sound blood circulation, Mark, in order to properly digest food. When you sit on the floor, your heart gets the benefits of circulation as the blood is easily pumped through the heart to the organs needed for digestion. This is in contrast to the pattern of circulation when you sit at a dining table on a chair. When the blood flows to the legs as they lower the heart, blah, 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 blah. So sit on the floor, it's better for digestion. That actually doesn't sound like nonsense. I am... So we're doing this basement remodel. Um, I mean, the Japanese have always done things better than Do you guys have a bed frame or you just have like a metal thing with your stuff on it? It's a bed frame. You have a bed frame. What? Yes. With a headboard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The headboard's almost like the, a couch back. It's really cool. I want to get a nice... I'm, I'm, the Japanese... There's, there's, a, there's a guy on YouTube. Ishitani? Something like that? Ah. Makes his own furniture. Nandeska. It's These videos are the best thing I've ever seen. Spellbinding. I think it's, I'll, I'll tell you now that I'm, but he's busy, making his own furniture. I subscribe to the channel. I'm, I'll watch like one or two at night before I go to sleep mm. because we have the TV because of the basement is in my room. I have a 60 plus inch TV. Just your like, room. You have your own room. You sleep by yourself. I didn't know things had gotten that bad. We have a giant TV on our bureau, like real close to the bed. And like, I'll just look at it. This guy's making furniture, mm-hmm. handmade custom pieces, bespoke Japanese, uh, Craftsman, let me let me tell you what this is called. It's called they're mesmerizing, and the way they do the Ishitani furniture, oh, making a kagumi table, making a bed 2.0. Oh, there's just magic. And I think it says it's him and his wife, and they like live out in the woods in Japan. Okay. And he has a little wood wood wood, wood shop mm. and a dog, a little fluffy dog that just shows up periodically. Man, this sounds great. <laughs> and there's no, there is no. Talking or music. There's no narration? There's no nothing. Just really? little cuts of him like doot doot. And he does these crazy, I don't know what they're called, but where you like knock the, you make these beautiful joints. Oh, he makes like with pegs and stuff. Pegs and stuff. No screws. Screw screws. Oh, no, no screws. <coughs> that sounds. But, but then if it's like a 15 minute video at about 13 minutes, this little light, like music will come in like do 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 do. And you, you know go right rapping. to sleep. You know you're wrapping up. And he's about to polish this sucker up and stick it in the photo, mm. whatever. Oh, why don't you uh, DM me that link privately, Mark? Because I am in. I'll slide this into your DMs. 
This. I found the uh, Diet Coke ingredient panel. Oh, well, here we go. I was looking at this post. This is what an 80-year-old vegan looks like. I saw this. What? I would say that an 80-year-old vegan who's coloring her hair. (laughs) But nonetheless. As a true beauty expert. Hey, no shade. I'm just saying. Um, So I was, you know, I was looking at that. She does. She looks great. She looks vibrant. She looks healthy. I noticed one of the commenters was Karen Calabrese or Calabrese um, of Karen's, which is a raw food restaurant in Chicago where I had maybe one or two meals. But um, she bought the cover of Dining Out Chicago while I was still managing editor. I, don't, I think you'd moved on by then. The Karen effect. Yeah, but, so I don't, I don't want to... But I went and looked at her Instagram and she actually had, she had a post of this. But did you read the, the text that goes with that post? Six years ago, I was honored to be the first and only person on the cover of Dining Out Magazine. Probably of Dining Out Chicago. But Probably. And you and I know how that happens. I'm well, not sure it's a great honor is what I'm getting. Well, at. it's an expensive honor. <laughs> yeah, you You're bought the cover. <laughs> right. But that, that would be a roadblock. You would have had to hurdle that. And especially with the curmudgeonly editorial staff back in Denver. Was this, this was during our reign, right? Look at the taste and trends to feed your inner foodie. I think we came up with that, didn't we? Most likely. Was that, was that before you? No. Actually, I don't think I would have selected something with the word foodie. No. Back in the day, it was a great thing to say. It's never been a good thing to say. Uh, but yeah, the Karen Eagle effect. Eye. Eagle eye, Karen effect. But she, I mean, she looks good. I think back then she was in her 70s. You just dive into the comments. That's hilarious to me. Well, I didn't dive in. I just, it was the comment that was just sitting at the bottom at the time. Well, the, I'm looking at that post. There's, oh, at the time. Okay. But I remember. Um, what was her comment on this 80-year-old vegan? What did she say? Like she, she loved her. She's like, oh, she's my favorite. That's all. Oh. Nothing super revealing. Oh, but you know what's funny? Full circle, Mark. Do you remember when our podcast studio, Natch 9000, was uh, <laughs> producing a podcast for Mark Bittman? We, oh, yeah. And we would have these week, weekly production calls. Sure. Ribald affairs, they were. Um, usually you'd be pacing around in here with your headset on. I'd be outside on the slack line. With my, if, with as memory serves, button. one time I was in a hot tub up in Winter Park. Yes. Abernash. Yes. Only uh, but, to be discovered at the end of the call when the jets went off. <laughs> well, I don't know if you remember this. I think you might have no, joined remember, the call late. but I remember Mark Bittman laughing at me. But Karen... So you're in a hot tub? <laughs> Karen entered the discussion. I think we were waiting for you and we were just shooting the shit. And uh, because she has a book... Is she famous? Well, not extremely, but she's a raw foodist. She's been on Oprah, but she has a book called Soak Your Nuts. And we, we all thought that was funny because like... Oh, I remember the book Soak Your Nuts. That's her book? Yeah. Soak Your Nuts? Soak Your Nuts. Great. But, you know, it was, there, there was not an, an ounce of cheekiness to it. No. So back in the day, five, six, seven, eight years ago... She just started a restaurant in Chicago on the whole food health trend. Raw food. Raw food. Mm-hmm. And she has become, and is turning that into some sort of personality I she thing. she has a, a few restaurants now. There you go. Look at her. Um, so yeah, I didn't write that cover story. The cover of Dining Out Chicago is the first of many honors. That's true. One in just a long line of honors. Yep. Really, if you think about it. But I, I'm sure it's on par with being on Oprah. Her. Par. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's our favorite. Doc- Diet Coke. 
Okay. Carbonated water, color, caramel E150D, mm. sweeteners, aspartame, acesulfamine K, natural flavorings including caffeine, phosphoric acid, citric acid, contains a source of phenylalanine. It's got it all in there now. Poison. Aspartame. Good job. All right. Mark, thank you for digging so deep. It's going to help me because I'm going to stop drinking. I'm going to go. I don't care. I'll shiver. I'll drink iced tea instead. I wanted you to make that switch. Although it's still not a good solution. What? Iced tea is not okay? Well, like, what do you... Okay. iced tea. I pick up the kids. And it's one of those days where I'm taking them somewhere else. We got an hour in between. What are we going to do? Paint me a picture. What are we going to do? Okay. We're going to go. Everybody go get a snack. All right. We're over here in Stapleton. Let's go to this King Supers. Why not? Oh, I want this. I want this. Okay. We steer him towards health. I'm going to get something to drink. Of course you are. What do I get? Daddy wants a treat. <laughs> I would typically just go to the Starbucks in there and load up right there. But no, mm. no. Now I got to like find some sort of cold beverage. What do I do? What it would be so about? easy if I could just get a Diet Coke mm. instead of having to. I don't want kombucha all the time. That's acidic too. Coconut water. Yeah, drink a coconut water. I do, but I'm bored. Quit being so sensitive. I want a Diet Coke. So you're drinking Diet Coke, too. This wasn't altruistic. You just want Diet Coke. Uh, But I'm saying the convenience of the Diet Coke, wherever you go. Yeah, well, the convenience of iced tea. Iced tea. You don't get a bottled iced tea that's really good, do you? Yeah, you can get a good bottled iced tea. What are you talking about? Honest or... uh, I thought you were an insider, natural products insider. I thought you listened to BevNet Radio. I don't. (laughs) <laughs> but I am an insider. I'm on the outside looking in. All right. Well, doctor, I'm on the inside trying to get out. Remember, remember, Doctor Robert Morse. You bet I do. I, I'm not going to listen to this. I just think I look. I think I saved this because he's saying that protein kills kidneys. There you go. Um, that sounds like Morse. It does. Uh, That's the, all you need to know. The proteins found in meat must be broken down into simple amino acids before the body can truly use them. I call Someone meat. I can't even, I mean, the, the authoritativeness of it, just, you You're believe whatever he says. He's just so confident. He is. He doesn't give a fuck. You can't use protein. Anyway, the, even if that's misinformation, it could be useful in my crusade to have fiber move up the ladder and overtake protein as the thing that people are obsessed with getting enough of. That, my friend, is a worthy, lifelong crusade. You like that one? Cheers. It's one of many, Mark. They're going to write songs about me when I'm gone. Uh, Whole Foods Toronto. Uh, look at the world's woke, Mark. It is woke. Look at that picture. It's an even split between vegan milk and cow's milk. 50-50. 50-50. That is four cases, four refrigerated cases, two of them cow milk, two of them, what? That looks like a lot of, uh, look at how much, uh, is that, that's Khalifia. Wiz Khalifa. What's on the bottom? Ripple? Ripple? I mean, that is a two full case. That is... One full case of Califia Farms and Ripple. What? You are an insider. You're digging in. I can look at the bottle shape. I've already moved on. The other one has got soy milk, 
365 brand. Are you spotting any oat milk? Can you zoom in and find any oat milk? No. Very on trend. Very on trend, but wow. Oh. Wow. Oh. I saw something crazy with. Oh! <laughs> Speaking of Califia Farms, let me run this one by you. It's called. Maybe I'm only sensitive to this because I have just been watching The Man in the High Castle on Amazon. Wait, you got high and watched what? I, I really like that series. It's good. Do you? I'm captivated by the heroine. She's very... Wait, you got high on heroin? Califia Farms debuts Uber Milk. Uber Milk. A plant-based milk with extra protein, essential nutrients. Josh? I'm one of the essential nutrients? Are you it's reading from new the ingredients list? Oat milk based line packed with extra protein and micronutrients. Protein uh, is bad for your kidneys, Mark. <laughs> Did I say protein? Um, how about this ginger detox bath? What do you think about Uber milk? I'm in. Let's do it. I'm just, the, even the name alone is remember, cause for concern. <laughs> well, remember Ubel Agro Works? I sure do. Okay. Ginger detox bath. In ha- this day and climate, would you name a product Uber milk? I'd call it Uberalis milk. With the rise of the... Of fascism? Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a good idea. This guy's, maybe he's, uh, he's a pretty smart marketer. Maybe It only works if you can get Jello Biafra to uh, promote the milk. Okay. Go which ahead. he's down on his luck probably. You might be able to. Are we done without this guy? Alkaline? I'm, way pa- I'm on to the ginger detox bath. Oh, uh, add a ha- half cup of freshly grated ginger. That's a lot of ginger. That's like two roots. First, I thought you threw this in there just to be another bath alternative, but it's the, it's the last line. The last second half of this paragraph that really brings a punch. Probably. Um, you put it in hot water. You soak for 15 to 20 minutes. Please remember that the ginger bath will make you sweat profusely for at least an hour afterwards. So wear a bathrobe or sweat clothes. <laughs> you are doing that tonight, aren't you? Make sure you drink plenty of water after the bath. If the, if the Park Hill Elementary School auction was not tonight, it oh, would be ginger bath night. You, that's all you do? Shout out. Oh, you got you to gotta grate it, and then you put it right in the... That's it. Water and ginger. Well, I think the bigger commitment is being prepared to sweat profusely for an hour. Yeah, but I know your brain, because you're like, that is like a, that's like a DIY detox. And, and I get to wear my cornflake silk bathrobe. That's true. I'm not like super into sweat detox, though. Hmm. I don't sweat much in general. I'm just exceedingly clean. Um, that means you're all clogged up. Here's some bad news, Mark. Caffeine causes a thinning effect on the cell walls in the liver, making them more susceptible to pathogen invasion. Did you all, hear that? All the more reason. Um, Coffee is not good for you. Continually thin cell walls make them more susceptible to pathogen invasion, such as from viruses. Caffeine has a deeper saturation rate in the liver, then, wrong, wrong then, many of the other problematic food troublemakers. I mean, I wonder if Alkaline Vegan News, what if they just plopped me, if they gave me a, an Alkaline Vegan News gift card of about a hundred and, I'm going to say about $500 a month, I could just copy edit some of their uh, Instagram posts. <laughs> just keep my skills sharp and then I'm getting a lot of powdered, I, I bet they have nettle. I could use more nettle. I'll bet you they don't want them to be clean and they don't care. Rule number one, and this is the only rule, Mark. If it has a TV commercial, don't eat it. Ooh. I mean, how can you argue with that? Can't. Vegan superfoods. Blueberries, high in potassium, lowers blood pressure. Sweet potatoes, source of iron. 
source of beta carotene, uh, fights cancer, of course. Spirulina improves allergy symptoms, improves muscle strength and endurance. Cacao, natural antidepressant, high levels of calcium. Goji berries, contains over 18 amino acids, very high in antioxidants. Chia seeds in your gums right now, enhances immunity, reg uh, regulates blood sugar levels, turmeric, anti-inflammatory. What are you talking about? These are the vegan superfoods. Oh, Pomegranate yeah. uh, preserves collagen in the skin, lowers bad cholesterol. So this is a beautiful, stunning infographic. And I, I guess these are the, the top dogs when it comes to vegan superfoods. It's all of them combined. How many of them are regularly in your cupboard? It's like a Greek god statue. Can you answer the question? How many of them are in my diet? Or your cupboard right now. Blueberries, yes. Sweet potato, no. Spirulina, no. Cacao? We have some chocolate. Not the same. Pomegranate, no. Turmeric, yes. Not really in use. Chia seeds, no. Goji berries, yes. Wow. I've got blueberries, yes. Sweet potato, yes. Caca uh, spirulina, no. Cacao, yes. Goji berries, yes. Chia seeds, yes. Turmeric, yes. Pomegranate, juice, yes. Juice? You buy the juice, do you? Nope. So I spend her. I am more super than you. And let's uh, bring this segment to a. <laughs> Why do we have the same thing now again? Eat the al oh, alkaline rainbow. This is the alkaline rainbow. You got strawberries, papaya, oranges, bananas. Is that a dragon fruit? Uh, avocado, blueberry, grape, and blackberry. I don't think that's dragon fruit. What is that? Uh, I think that's dragon fruit. No, dragon fruit's pinkish. Pinkish. What is that? I don't know what that is. Some sort of Asian fruit. All about the alkalinity. No, but I am all about the protein. Or I mean the fiber, excuse me. About the protein? About and these the all protein. look like really uh, good fruits to me. Uh, I've been eating a lot more fruit. I guess I just wanted to let you know, Mark. I've been eating more fruit. In the middle of winter in Denver, Colorado? I mean, I've been getting... They have like decent looking papayas. I don't like to eat a papaya, but I like... This is because you're shopping at Whole Foods, right? Sprouts. Oh. I'm putting papayas in shakes. I'm finding decent mangoes. I'm glad... I'm, I'm making a lot of fruit shakes. Fruit and fiber shakes. Oatmeal. Or I put oats. Oats. Hemp seeds. Raw oats? My powdered inulin, raw oats. And then like two or three fruits. Oat milk, ice, water. Oat milk. Oat milk. Sometimes hemp milk, ice, water. Blend, blend, blend. And the Vitamix... I'm jealous of that. It could be your life too, Mark. You <laughs> yeah. could be taking... Correct. I could pull that off. You could have three pillow shit sessions. Sessions? <laughs> this is so tricky. You could have three pillow shit sessions every morning <laughs> like so me. What's so tricky? Talking into a microphone? There's, I'm, I'm, I'm inventing weird tongue twisters today. Hungry for votes. Cory Booker could be our oh, first vegan president. Slow down. How very 2020. Booker. It's political season. The Democrats are coming out of the woodwork, Josh. Yes, they are. Mueller's winding down. Trump is surviving. Trump's winding up. Ugh. Booker is, self, is a self-described junk food vegan, but he's trying to do better. Mm. He fasts inter intermittently. God. Well, look at you. He, You're making fun of me, and you can't do it either. He fasts intermittently and focuses on eating unprocessed food with simple ingredients, which have helped him lose weight and increase his energy. He also loves a good Impossible Burger. Oh, Booker. Quote, finding my, quote, 
Finding my way to optimal health is not a destination as much of a mindful journey. Corey. Booker wrote on his veganism, of his veganism on Facebook. This year has been less about (laughs) guilt. (laughs) This year has been less about guilt and more about good food, less about casting judgment on myself and more about finding joy in the goodness of a whole food, plant-based, non-processed diet. The journey continues. May we all be kinder to others and to ourselves. Wow. That's not a chance in hell. You can't be that. No. That, <laughs> that kind of language is going to get you devoured. This world is too harsh in the for you, Cory Booker. But, uh, but good for I you. I hope your tender heart carries on. Vegan? There's a little bit of a little vegan splash here. The whole uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce, what is their gambit? You say you're a vegan and sign up somewhere and you get free tickets to a show or something? I think that's what I heard. I applaud it. Because it won't, uh, right now it's like a first world choice, but soon it's going to be a, probably something of a global necessity. Necessity. Oh, look at you. You don't think so? I do. Because this is a podcast about the future. Have you ever been to dinner with me? Yes, I've been berated at meals. <laughs> and enjoy you? that steak while you can. As you're eating red meat yourself. Binge worthy. Binge worthy, Josh. Goop. The lifestyle and wellness juggernaut founded a decade ago by Oscar winner Gwyneth Paltrow. Really? What was that for? She's, are we still going with Oscar winner Gwyneth Paltrow? <laughs> what did she win an Academy Award for? Was it Shakespeare in Love? Shakespeare in Love. How long ago was that? I was uh, in high school. How little of an impact. I mean, did, did Excuse not... me? That movie was game changing. <laughs> and then she became like the celebrated dramatist? No. She's been in a crap ton of movies. Yeah, but... It's been eclipsed, though, by her woo-wooiness. Goop is expanding its original content efforts with a new docu-series at Netflix. An exclusive podcast partnership with Delta Airlines. What? And a slew of programming centered around beauty, food, and books. They're coming at you. They're multi-media. Beauty, food, and books, but very little actual knowledge, I'm guessing. Quote, Gwyneth is a highly visual, tactile person. She likes to pick it up and touch it. The quality of everything that we produce is very important to her. Lennon, 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 yeah. Uber Alice. She's always looking for white space. Hmm. Oh, negative space, maybe. Whether it's developing physical products or thinking of content. She's always looking for white space. She's always looking for white space. (laughs) With this show, I think she's only really interested in opportunities where we can uniquely be ourselves and do things potentially disruptive. Yeah, and glaringly white. Look for it soon on Netflix. Don't watch it. Yeah, I don't, don't binge it. Don't watch it. Binge it. All right, I got one more before the interlude. Now for some real news. Josh is all in white today, in case... Prepare yourself for that. There might be a camera thing of this coming up. Just at the second half. YouTube we, it. It's worth it just it's to see... It's the future. Uh, it's uh, market mavenry. Those are like brand new... High, those are high top. All white. No brand on them. They are huff shoes. Of course they are. You know, the... The Huff, the, the skate shoe brand. It's the deconstructed Huff, Hupper 2. White linen pants on a 30-degree day in Denver. Well, I'm not going to wear them outside. They're indoor pants. I found these at a thrift store. There's a great thrift store up off Sheridan and right around Evans, I want to say. Is my but nose whistling this entire show? It has been. But has? this thrift store, Mark, Aww. you go into this thrift store, all the clothing, it's not organized by size. It is organized by color. 
So you walk down an aisle and it like gradually fades from white to a mint green to a dark green and then to a blue. <laughs> wow. It's riveting. It's a very inspiring <laughs> space. Oh, cool. And I was like, I want some white pants. I wonder if they have white pants. White linen pants. And these are like some Nordstrom-y brand. They're probably like $200 linen pants. I don't think they've been worn once. They are kind of see-through, though, which is strange. Because you can really see the, the pocket outline. And, you know, if you're carrying a cell phone in your pocket, or it lights up, your whole thigh starts glowing. Be careful of your underwear choices. Uh, probably go with none in these. Oh. Oh. Well, because... That's not a good choice. Yes, the, zip, the zipper will. The no, zipper. No, the you zipper. Don't have no underwear. Oh, no, you don't, do you? No, I have on underwear. See? Oh, see through. I have underwear. You can't on. It's not fine. wear underwear. I'm saying if I was wearing these in a tropical climate, even worse idea. All right, maybe some white underwear. Yeah, get yourself a little white beach thong. Very discreet. <laughs> no lines. Sort of banana hammock. Cliff Bar. Now for some real news. Cliff Bar creates Ag Fund to aid organic farmers. Cliff Bar and Company has launched the Cliff Ag Fund, a new initiative designed to help increase the economic resilience of organic farms in a supply chain. It's providing 500000 in initial seed funding to a $10 million wind energy program with other large investors slated to invest the remaining $9.5 million. Quote, Farming has thin margins, so it's important to take advantage of opportunities to reduce costs or improve efficiency, said Matthew Dillon. Matthew Dillon, Senior Director of Agricultural Policy and Programs for Cliff Bar, Outsider, friend, friend of the show, Outsider. Well, you know the movie Outsiders, Matt oh, Dillon's in yeah, it. Yeah. But he is kind of an outsider in a way. He thinks outside the box. Absolutely. He's always operating on the margins, and that is why I call him an outsider. It is not a dig. No. It's it just is. A new, yeah, it's some big ups. Big ups. Big ups. Unexpected. The goal of the Cliff Ag Fund is to invest in projects that will help our farmers be more economically resilient. I said this as part of the wind energy. Mad at the press release. As part of the wind energy program, farmers will lease a small wind turbine from United Wind that will pro provide them with their electricity needs at a fixed monthly rate for twenty to thirty years. They won't have to pay upfront fees or maintenance costs for the turbines. I think it's actually pronounced United Wind because they have these turbines and it's like winding. It's creating energy. I don't know if you knew that, but also, do you, do you, <laughs> terrible. Do you, do you remember when we, speaking of Natch 9000, the podcast studio, pitching Matthew Dillon some ideas for some podcasts that he could oh, do? Oh, yeah. Sort of a gorilla podcast that he films as he's globe trotting around. It had a name. See Jesus? <laughs> no, he was See Jesus, but he's I don't remember the that. name. I, but I remember at one point we were encouraging him that he could do rants and he could record them while on the toilet. Because he, he said he kind of does some of his best thinking there. Mm. Pillow shits, buddy. Think of all the, the fiber sponsors you could get on board with a segment like that. How much money is there coming out of the fiber industry? None yet. But once fiber takes over protein <laughs> as the obsessed over component to nutrition, I'd buy stock in fiber now if I were you. But I'm not you.
9000, episode 143, Mirror World. Welcome back. Did you recognize that song? You thought it was from a Western. But really, Mark, it is, I believe, a song that appears fleetingly in, Tarantino. in Pulp Fiction, but is not on the soundtrack. Where did I find it? Independent Records. Independent Records in Colorado Springs, Colorado. What were we, you doing there? We went down. Uh, n- my wife... Uh, Hot Nick- Springs? Nudeness? No, her, she has some relatives living down there, mm. uh, karaoke enthusiasts. So we went down, uh, spent the afternoon Are, this, singing karaoke. Am I the only one hearing these animals? Episode 143, Tropical oh Rainforest. Oh my God, is this the whole second half? No. This is the second <laughs> yeah. half of episode 143. You've got hours Mirror World. Oh, Jesus. Um, All right. I, I found this cassette tape, History of Rock and Roll. Warner Brothers masterpieces, fifty-nine to sixty-five. Um, but look at this—it's from a—I don't know. If, I think this one and this other tape I found are both like a Korean label. <laughs> oh wow! Look at that. Mm-hmm. And they um, rhythm of the rain, sixteen reasons. So there's some hits on here, but then there's some weird deep cuts. And I think uh, what was that one called? On the move. Out of limits. Out of limits. The markets. That's one of them. You are such a thrift finder. Here's, what's, here's what's funny, though. Uh, on here, we've got, well, we've got One Way Ticket by Neil Sedaka, Crazy Love by Paul Anka, Hey Paula by Paul and Paula, but then we also got What I Say by Pay Charles. I believe What I Say is by Sugar Ray. Ray Charles, yes. But here it says this translation. No, sublime. You don't know what that Ray I, Charles song? Do, 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 I'm thinking do, of what do, I got. Do, do, Sorry. Do, 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 do. Heresy. Love in. But look, pay Charles instead of Ray Charles, it says on here. And then you've also got, instead of uh, Cliff Richard, you've got Criff Richard. <laughs> I can't make this stuff up. Also, you've got a song on one of these tapes by Anthony Perkins, of, who I, I believe uh, left behind a recording career to go be in that movie Psycho. What do you got for me, Mark? Where did you find... You found Colorado Springs. Independent Records. Uh, They sell used tapes, a very small bay of used tapes. Gold, right there. $3. $1.50. So I got both tapes for $3. Wow. Um, Congratulations on that find. What do you you got here? Oh, boy. What's that one called? Nature's Music, A Tropical Rainforest from the Ark. 69 cents. Mm-hmm. The deals are there waiting for you, people. And we... Are in the mirror world. Are in the mirror world right now. What is sounds the mirror like, world, Sounds Mark? like a tropical rainforest. Well, I got one small story, one big story. All oh, right. This new... I can do is it. Is it not working? Um, Josh, you've, you've tried meatless sausage. Mm-hmm. You can't stop talking about those wieners. I've got some Beyond uh, Brats in mm-hmm. my fridge right now. Mm-hmm. And I've got some burgeoning pubescent energy welling up in my throat. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm entering a second, second puberty. Yeah, I know what you meant. I mean, my ball's going to drop a little lower, and I'm going to kind of reinvent myself. You've tried meatless sausage, but would you go for beanless coffee? What are you talking about? <laughs> Hold on. Let me go pick a bean off of this coffee plant yeah. to my left. Move the toucan. Seattle-based Atomo Mat. 
A Atomo. berry. I'd be picking a berry, wouldn't I? Not a bean. Yeah. My apologies. Seattle-based Atomo maps coffee's molecular makeup and recreates it using many of the same compounds derived from secret but supposedly more sustainable sources. Really? What's the uh, caffeine level there? Because Notably absent in the current prototype. Oh, it's just so loud in this rainforest. The sources of coffee's acidic, bitter flavors. Beam me up, Scotty! These are all things that you that spell more coffee for Mark Brush, not less. Yeah. Let's get you on some synthetic coffee, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want to know. Is it GMO? Can they do synthetic civet coffee? Because I think that's been tried as well. You Look get- at the steel trap. Look Who's the you. insider? That's where you... Sometimes I forget. It comes... It's the pooped bean. The, the, the mm-hmm. civet eats the bean and then poops it out. You want the poop on there? When you, you want the, di- the digested bean. I think it's... Uh, the berry is imbued with some digestive juices that everyone enjoys. Are we, are we getting the full white outfit in the wide shot? I think over there we are. Great. That was just a little taste... Taste... Taster. That was it. That's all I wanted. Got some beanless coffee coming. We did do um, a family outing to Carl's Jr. We're to try up, the Impossible picked Burger. Picked up three. No, it's the Beyond. What do they call it? Ugh. Oh boy. There's some name for it over there, but it's the Beyond Burger. How'd it taste? Harper didn't eat it. The one person we need to eat it didn't eat it. What She's is like, she? I just don't like burgers. Well, she's sophisticated. I guess so. Um, I ate it. It was it was good. It wasn't great, but it was good. What is that? I think that was the dog snoring. And where's the cat when we need him? He was all over in the shot earlier. Oh, he's not going to go for that. Look at him ignoring you. Hmm. All right, I got one big story for you, Josh. Wait, what was that last story? Synthetic coffee? Synthetic coffee beans. Okay. Great. Nothing new. I feel like we've done that story. Well, before. I don't think it's this whole... Si- I don't know. <clears throat> Have we? There was about the civets. They were there was a oh they were going to synthetic versions of that to make it cheaper. Synthetic civet coffee. You're right. I apologize. But was it purely synthetic or was it coffee that was synth- synthetically pooped pooped on? Whoa! Jeez, it's a dangerous rainforest. Are you okay? I'm going to bring us all into the fever dreams of Josh Tyson. Let's let's think back to episode 142. It's been a while, but yeah, Josh. Amalgamating several science fiction plots conveyed to us his vision of a future AI floating in the clouds, I think it was, on a spaceship. It was not floating in the clouds, Mark. It was moving through the universe or through our galaxy and the next. Okay. Now I'm going to take you to the mirror world. Mm. Wired.com. I think this article was actually written by the founder of one of the early editor's founders. AR will spark the next big tech platform. Call it Mirror World. Hmm. Josh. Did you say AR or AI? I said AR. Wait, (sighs) alternate reality? Augmented reality. Augmented? The Mirror World doesn't yet fully exist, but it is coming. Would you say shards of it are floating around out there? Shards of it. (laughs) Shards. Mirror World shards. The Mirror World doesn't yet fully exist, but it is coming. This might be super creepy for a video if I'm looking like directly into the camera to read the... Oh, I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking into the... I'll hold on that shot then. Someday soon, every place and thing in the real world, every street, lamppost, building, and room will have its full-size digital twin in the mirror world. 
You can probably see it through these white pants, but my knees are quivering a bit right now. For, that's not all I see. For now, only tiny patches of the mirror world are visible through AR headsets. Piece by piece, these virtual fragments are being stitched together to form a shared, persistent place that will parallel the real world. The author Jorge Luis Borges imagined a map exactly the same size as the territory it represented. In time, Borges wrote... The cartographer. The map, the map just fills in. The cartographers' more more guilds struck a map of the empire whose size was that of the empire, and which coincided point for point with it. We are now building such a one-to-one map of almost unimaginable scope, and this world will become the next great digital platform. So the mirror world that starts. Is set the stage for you. Does that mean the mirror world starts as a static representation? Like, what are you trying to get first? Are you trying to get all the blueprints? Oh, of everything? Josh! Oh. Or is it immediately an immersive alternate reality? Are we creating another dimension, Mark? (laughs) Within which to retreat when this real or this perceived real dimension that we're in right now decays? Don't you see why I called this episode Mirror World? This is up. This is right up your butt. Don't you see why I called this episode Tropical Rainforest? (laughs) There's a chia seed right there. Those are in abundance here in this tropical rainforest. At first, Josh, to answer your question from the text, <clears throat> I love those things. This Yeti mug? Yeah, they don't fit in the car. That's That was going to be my first dig. And actually, another kind of dig on Yeti. I don't feel like things stay all that hot in here. Really? But I'm, that's actually, let's say that's not a dig. It's a, it's perhaps I'm noticing something like intent. Uh, it's designed so that the coffee doesn't stay scalding hot for an hour. It just... Yeah. You want that subtle decrease in warmth. <laughs> Yeti hack. Here's what I heard. Get yourself one of, you know, those like, what are they, like $800 soft uh, bags that Yeti makes that can. Coolers? Those coolers that can keep things cold, supposedly, for like two or three days. They're very expensive. But I've heard what you do with those, if you really want them to work well, is you want to get the inside super cold first. So if the night before you're going to go on your three-day super hike where you're going to tow to Yeti. um, You fill it with frozen things. Like you get maybe some cold freezer packs. You freeze those. You fill the Yeti bag with those to completely cool down the interior. Stop doing these gestures around your (laughs) linen pants crotch. And then in the morning when you're ready to go, you take out the the freezer bags, put them back in the freezer, put in your cold goods, close that thing, and you'll add an extra 10 hours to your Yeti hack. Yeti hack. So if you're trying to recreate that in the mirror world, what you'd want to do is you take the bag and you, the night before you fill it up with some mirrored frozen Listen, cooling packs. I'm going to answer your question. At first, the mirror world will appear to us as a high resolution stratum of information overlaying the real world. We might see a virtual name tag hovering in front of people we previously met. I thought of that just yesterday. I was thinking about that because I was sitting at the PTSA meeting. And there was one of the one of the parents was talking about something, and I was like, oh, I looked down at the sheet, and I knew that she was in charge of restaurant night out, so I knew her name. I was like, oh, that's helpful. It's like, I wish. Just what if I looked and like, perhaps a blue arrow showing us the right place to turn a turn a corner, or what? helpful annotations anchored to places of interest. Mm. Unlike the dark closed goggles of VR, AR glasses use see-through technology to insert virtual apparitions into the real world. Like Google Glass. Google Glass, Pokemon Go, 
that whole sort of Eventually, we'll be able to search physical space as we might search a text. Find me all the places where a park bench faces sunrise along a river. So we're actually existing in two realities. We will, Yes! We will hyperlink objects into a network of the physical, just as the web hyperlinked words, producing marvelous benefits and new products. That's not all. This is a whole new layer of perception. Yes, it is. Mark. Yes, it is. Now, you decided to take it and stick it up into an AI and float it around the galaxy. I didn't choose to do that. I'm saying that is probably going to be the final refuge of mankind once we've squelched ourselves here. The only way for our but it, this mass of knowledge and experience that we've accumulated and somehow transferred into the digital realm, it's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Every time I start to focus on what you're saying, there's like a primate that starts... Oh, you can't handle the reality? Is this too real for you? For the mirror world to come fully online, we don't just need everything to have a digital twin. We also need to build a 3D model of physical reality in which to place those twins. Josh, consumers will largely do this themselves. When someone gazes at a screen through a device, particularly wearable glasses, Mm -hmm. tiny embedded cameras looking out will map what they see. Mark, this is already happening. I think you've seen those... 3D representations of some of the wonders of the world that were created using photos taken by visitors and culled online, Mark. So this is already happening. The wheels are already turning. Take me there. (laughs) The rise of a massive mirror world will rely in part on a fundamental shift underway right now, Josh. When? Right now. (laughs) Did I write this article or what? Away from phone-centric life. And toward a technology that is two centuries old, the camera. To recreate a map that is as big as the globe, in 3D no less, you need to photograph all places and things from every angle, all the time, which means you need a planet full of cameras that are always on. Mark, uh, there's a lot of tape to check here, but I think I was, I was prognosticating this for you years ago, as I was telling you that the screenless interface would eventually disappear, would recede into the background as more of an... I guess my, my take was that there would be more of like an audio component, like in the movie Her, where he's just got that little earbud in, mm-hmm. but then his camera's always in his little front pocket, so his AI can see. So that's it. All we're, all we're including now is maybe a little, probably as simple as a contact lens. Let me, bl- let me blow your mind, Josh. Are you ready to be blown? <laughs> is that what the next paragraph says, what I just said again? Are you ready for me to blow you? <laughs> you already were imagining kissing me in my hot dog breath. <laughs> Time is a dimension in the mirror world that can be adjusted. (coughs) Unlike the real world, but very much like the world of software apps, you will be able to scroll back. Mm, I think I saw a black mirror with that. It was chilling implications. Which one was that? The one where everyone has those cameras and then they can review everything they've seen and that dude becomes obsessed. He thinks that his girlfriend cheated on him. Then he eventually figures out that she did. Then he goes, banane. History will be a verb. With a swipe of your hand, you will be able to go back in time at any location. History will be a verb. And see what came before. You will be able to lay a reconstructed 19th century view right over the present reality. To so, visit an earlier time at a location, you simply revert to a previous version kept in the log. Or scroll in the other direction. Forward. Okay, easy. Artists, Magellan. Might, artists might create future versions of a place in place. Hmm. The verisimilitude verisimilitude of such crafty world building will be revolutionary. 
These scroll-forward scenarios will have the heft of reality because they will be derived from a full-scale present world. In this way, the mirror world may be best referred to as a 4D world. I like that voice. <laughs> Where have you been hiding that all these years? <laughs> I don't know. It just came out. Wow. Uh, this is huge. You know what? It makes it seem like this whole, all this, what we're experiencing right now with the uh, mutilation of fact and reality by the great orange one. Maybe he's just the meat tenderizer. He's getting the world ready for this new mode of existence where perception is completely malleable. What are we going to do? How are we going to navigate? Can you imagine? The, here's the weird thing to think about. It's going to be a little foreign to our children. Our grandchildren will just take it for granted. But look, imagine us trying to navigate this crap in another... <laughs> if we make it another 30 years. Well, here... Here's you're in how, your 70s and you're trying... <laughs> here's how this article closes. I imagine... About, think about your kids. In 10 years, I imagine it will take at least a decade for the mirror world to develop enough to be used by millions mm. and several decades to mature. So you're right. Probably... I'm right on the timeline. I'm right in that I called this. <laughs> our Episode kids, 50, probably. Our kids will be 20-ish. Mm-hmm. When there's mirror world business happening, it's not just Pokemon Go. I like but they it. will be, but and so right at that point, you're on the cusp. But another ten years later, it'll be foreign to them too. But yeah, but we'll be. <laughs> we'll just be. They'll be seeing a completely different reality to us because we'll be turning that crap off. Like oh, yeah. ah, AR. It's enough. I got a headache. Yeah, you're gonna be. Here's what you're gonna be doing. You're gonna be binge watching reality. Sorry. That's... <laughs> Whoa. Weren't we talking about binge worthiness? Oh, yeah, yeah with goop. goop. Well, I was thinking about the word, bin- I was thinking about binging as I was preparing for this show, as I was doing calisthenics in my office. I was thinking about binging and I was thinking about, I guess, like binge drinking. I, I did read an article that I didn't put into the doc, but it was about, it was in Vice, and I think it was about Sober Curious. I think it was the name of this kind of new sect of. Youth, where the, it's kind of like what we're talking about. You, you very sparingly would drink or do something I don't, I don't or binge like, something. I don't feel like the millennials are... But it's, it could be a reaction... Drawn to the same vices that we were. Well, I'm think, to me, like initially, I'm They're thinking... They're not having sex. I'm thinking sober curious is like a reaction to seeing like so older people curious. binge drink. But then you think about it, it's maybe just more of a reaction to a binging <clears throat> culture. Mm. We binge watch shows. And like at first that's like a cutesy thing. Oh, it's so binge worthy. Let's binge watch a show. But that's really what you're doing. You're binging. We're binging on so many things. And it's, this, is a, this is an ultimate binge. It's excessive. So this is ultimate binge. But the people Josh. it's being created for are already starting to reject binge. Josh. They want to swing the hinge on the binge. The great paradox is that the only way to understand how AR works is to build AR and test ourselves in it. Kind of the same thing with AI, right? The only way to know if it works is just to make it and hope it doesn't kill us. It's weirdly recursive. The technology itself is the microscope needed to inspect the effects of it. Many of the risks of the mirror world are easy to imagine because they are the same ones we see on current platforms. This article posits, I guess the internet was the first big deal and Google won that. Then social media, I guess Facebook won that. Mirror world. Mm. Stake your claim now. The risks are the same. We'll need mechanisms in the mirror world to prevent fakes. Stop, stop illicit deletions. <laughs> Spot rogue insertions. <laughs> Yikes. 
Yeah. Remove spam and reject insecure parts. Reject insecure parts? That sounds very sad. <laughs> yes. Ideally, we can do this in a way that is open to all participants without having to involve a big brother overseer like a dominant corporation. Mm. I had an idea today, too. Maybe I'll run it past you. Just by putting it on tape, maybe I'll spur myself on to write this short story. But I was thinking it's the, the main character, the protag, is kind of... <laughs> you like Ben? <laughs> <laughs> is a... Uh, <laughs> Some, I did. I like some it. sort of some sort of editor at a at a some sort of Ooh. advertorial dining magazine type oh, situation. Well, make him an ed- an AR editor. Well, no, but he's just that's the thing. I guess it would be be caught between worlds, right? He's like editing a print public publication that still manages to survive, and they have enough assets that they've decided to like they they're outsourcing production instead of having people handle production. They're going to have AI handle production to try and wrangle this ragtag group of publishers that are always making messes. They insert the AI. And then it's about the editor and the AI engaged in some sort of battle where at first, you know, the editor's kind of in charge of educating the AI and onboarding the AI, but then the AI kind of looks around and is way more adept at, you know, spotting the holes in the, in the dike and plugging them. I think, you, I think you need to go bigger. I want it to be small scale. I think that's I'm imagining funnier. you like, oh, this article, the AI caught the typos I couldn't type. What if it's, you know, no, it's, but like it's about the like photo trying, shoot. But that's what it's doing. It's scheduling gonna, everything. That tuna turned a little crusty. We got to overlay the new tuna. And but that's the thing. The AI is let's there. Let's make it a 19th century tuna. <laughs> no, but it's scheduling everything. It's wrangling all these, sure. all the disparate things you need to bring together in order to produce a dining magazine. It's wrangling those things and it's doing it very efficiently, but it starts kind of circumventing that's not a word i know it's a anyway circumventing the editor i like it and so then the editor's competing for his job with the ai initially the ai seemed you know the editing job seemed like something you needed that human touch for you know what about in your bleak world yeah where it's hot and whatever i mean come on this is textbook father john misty taylor swift oculus rift you just overlay a, a less bleak world it's that simple huh it's that simple yeah, that might be where we're headed. And you're going to be eating synthetic food. Be very hot, though. Well, I don't they, know. Part of me thinks you're ready for it, huh? You've had enough of this natural well, world. Well, part, it seems like there's three choices. Three. It's, yeah. Okay. Well, world in disarray. You can either fight to. You probably do all these things to some degree, but you could fight to save it, mm. or you can say, "Fuck it." And I'm going to kill myself or Jeez, dude. fuck it and let's see what the new one looks like. Oh, I see. So instead of the last refuge being suicide, you can opt to put on the goggles for a while? Well, for all of this, this angst-ridden time. I mean, some of it's, it's one person. If we can fix that one thing. Imagine how emo this next generation is going to be with the amount of angst yeah. floating out there. But it does seem like there's something large. There's so many more things to be angsty about. Right. Climate. Well, it's becoming this climate change. I think you should buy Hot Topic stock. If you're prognosticating this much angst, Uh and then you use that stock to sell stuff. Well, because opting into AR isn't going to be free. You got to buy your way in. And if you want the deluxe, better AR, then you're going to have to pay more, Mark. So I'd start sucking away that money now. What do you think I'm doing? I got it all in Bitcoin. I'll bet you do. I don't know. All right. It does seem like it's all, there, it feels like there's a friction, a tension, that we're fighting against some changes. We may not be able to 
What was that noise? God, every time I have like a thought halfway through. He's making a very serious point. And so was that, uh, so that monkey. <laughs> an orangutan. Just three monkeys engaged in conversation. Which of the three orangutans do you want to be? There's three monkeys you can choose to listen to in this podcast. <laughs> orangutan. It's orangutan. Yeah, I know. But don't people say orangutan? Incorrectly, yes. Well, I said it right the first time. You know Check who doesn't tape. mispronounce it? Julia Roberts. She was in that movie with the orangutans. She was like the Jane Goodall of orangutans. Oh, that's right. I don't remember if I saw that or not. I don't remember what it's called. I was hoping I'd be able to All I'm it. saying is I'm going to begin to choose the third. I'm not going to resist it as much. Choose life. Let's try to save it or let's just embrace it. Let's not so much about it. Wait, what's the me? What's that? Like, oh, I'm uncertain and anxious about it all. Oh, oh, my kids are not going to be okay. Oh. Wow. Are you mocking white liberal pain? Yes, I think I am. <laughs> I think that's exactly what I'm mocking. All right. I'm trying to have less of it. Well, episode uh, 143. Cheers. Of 9,000, the podcast from the future. 9,000. NK. Mirrorland. 9K. Damn it. Uh, next time. <laughs>